Thank you for tuning back into the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. I am your host, Colin. This episode is with a- another comedian. Yeah, I know another one. However, they're all unique and have their own different backgrounds. Andy McGraw is no exception to that. We talked about a variety of different things. He was homeschooled, so we went into that. His upbringing, depression, therapy, self-awareness, closure. We also talked about comedy and wrestling. Uh, so this is just a good episode all around for mental health, for comedy, for just a great listen. Even though Andy's voice, he said, was a little off. I didn't really notice that, but I thought that we had a great conversation and we could have talked for hours. We had to cut it off. Uh, as I've had to do with most of uh, my recent guests, because uh, we could talk forever. But this is a great episode. I will say that about almost every episode, but I really, really enjoyed our conversation. So here's me and Andy McGraw. Welcome to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. Thank you for tuning back in. Today's episode, I have uh, my new comedy friend, one of one of my many new comedy friends. There's a lot of them. Uh, his name is definitely Andy. the most talented. The though. most talented for right. sure. Yeah, Andy McGraw. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, for sure, after, man. After I begged and pleaded, and after you begged and pleaded and gave me shit. <laughs> no, I had people beg me more. Trust me. Uh, uh, that's pathetic, guys. <laughs> that's pathetic. And he still doesn't put you on. So what does that say about you? We love. We love. We love attention. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I want to start out by just getting a little background on you here. I know you're not originally from the area. Uh, so when did you move to the area? Cause you said you were in Southern Illinois for a while. Yeah. So, um, I moved up here for college in 2018. Okay. Dropped out, started doing comedy in 2019. Okay. Um, and then. Moved in with my grandpa in Southern Illinois for a couple years. Came back here for college in twenty twenty one, I want to say, and uh, and dropped out again. Um, so, which uh, which school here? So, Western or no? Actually, uh, Bible College in uh, Rock Island. What's um, it called? It's called Bible Missionary Institute. Okay, I don't know. I've heard it called the Nun College, but that's that's kind of weird because that doesn't really work for you. It's not a nun college. It's not a non-college. <laughs> they call it the cloisters. Whatever. I mean, okay, yeah. There, there. It was a very, very strict fundamentalist uh, Bible institute, and because um, that's kind of what you're used to, because that's how you, that's uh-huh. how you were raised. Yeah. Yep. So you so, said you. I, I know a little bit. I mean, you grew up. Your your dad's a preacher. Is he still a preacher? Yes. Okay. More of a um evangelist type than a pastor now. But growing up, he was always a a, a pastor of a, a local church. Okay. But um. And you're from which part of Missouri? Um, uh, well, southeastern Missouri. Uh, it's about an hour and a half south of uh, St. Louis. Okay. If you know where Cape Girardeau is, it's literally halfway between Cape Girardeau and St. Louis. Okay. So the only area I know, I'm, I know St. Louis a little bit, but uh, I used to go to the Ozarks a lot. But that's only the yeah. only. So I mean, you you drive right past um where where I live, but it's it's okay. a few hours away from. But yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. So, and you are 22, 23? 21. 21. Jeez. Yeah. I'm way off. Pubali's 23. So, I think, okay. 
She just turned 23. So right? you win the youngest uh, guest award. Don't, don't. You win. Thank you. I don't know what you win, but. Um, I, will, I will wear it with pride. Yeah. First of all. <laughs> well, it, you're mind. one of those people that could be 42 or 21, so. I, people tell me I look like I'm 14 and 40 at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I, I get it. I, I do see it. Yeah. But, <laughs> have you always uh had facial hair um since you i mean since you were able to grow it or um well that's a good question because I, I i still can't really grow it <laughs> it's very yeah you're... it's uh it's patchy and and it's it fits the white trash image let's put it that way but uh yeah because you i mean you love talking about wrestling so it fits. Hell yeah brother uh hell yeah brother. hell yeah brother um no uh i started growing it um few months ago okay that's kind of where i'm at too it's just very like it was a little bit after i started doing comedy okay and um my my you already understand come from a very religious background my parent my dad would literally would drive me to the store to get a razor before we went to church if i hadn't shaved you know what i'm saying okay clean shave all the time clean shaving all the time which was good because like I couldn't grow shit on my hair, yeah, on yeah, my yeah. face back then either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so, uh, I tried it a little bit when I was in Southern Illinois. Um, got like a, I, I was like, I shaved it all down to like a little patch here on my chin. And I thought it looked cool. I got a few compliments on it, but I was totally looked stupid too. So I don't know. But, yeah. It's only, it takes us, takes a special person to be able to pull off the soul patch. Yeah. I don't know. I think I could do it. I, I, think I, I might try it again. I'd say go for it. It is what it is. Theo Vaughn pulls it off and the mullet. Bro, I, I fucking love Theo Vaughn, first of all. Dude, love Theo Vaughn. Yeah. I, if, I could, if I could have that mullet and, dude, just like his voice is hilarious. <laughs> just like he's actually funnier in interviews and podcasts. Oh, uh, then he is stand up. His stand up's solid, though. Like if you see him live, it's better than uh, me and I think me and Austin were talking about him being like, better live than his specials okay which awesome. which makes sense because for the special there's like more pressure yeah. um when and it seems like whenever it's, there's it's more pre- part of it whenever there's more pressure like yeah whenever i put more pressure on myself yeah that's when i do worse have you seen the music video uh that he's in alabama by bishop gun no if you haven't seen it <laughs> i don't want to spoil it for anybody <laughs> But to the listeners, if you're struggling with mental health, this will be awesome for you. Um, it's uh, it, it's basically the, sto- the 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 tag or the hook or whatever is I hope I don't die in Alabama. Okay. And the story of the song is like he hooks up with this chick in Alabama. She's a freak, mm-hmm. and he ends up going to this church with her, and they're like, there's like snakes, like snake charmers, and everything. Okay. Holy rollers, you know. Yeah. And then. It ends up like there's like a satanic ritual and like uh, everybody ends up dying. It's 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 a pretty solid music video. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check that. He's just got a cameo, or is he in it the whole time? Oh, he's the star of the music video. Oh, he's the main guy. It's as if he's telling the story. You oh, know okay, what I'm saying? so yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Theo is just a complete character. It's ridiculous. He he's like he's he's got to be forties, right? He's almost, he's either almost 40 or he is 40, like right at 40. So he's about 40. Yeah. And he just acts like he's 13. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. he, he just doesn't know 
Well, because he was, uh, that's the funny part is because he was so like, for the longest time, he was just such a hardcore alcoholic addict mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, and he talks about that openly now, uh, yeah. you know, being in recovery. His episodes by himself are my favorite because he just right. like, you have no idea what he's going to say. Right. I mean, you have no I- idea what he's going to say with other guests on there yeah. too, but it's just like, he's just completely riffing the whole time. Yeah. It's so I love great. I love the compilations of Theo Vaughn telling jokes that go over Joe Rogan's head like like <laughs> it's so awkward because Joe Rogan is just like you know like like talking about something serious and Theo just like throws a punchline at him <laughs> and Joe's just like uh yeah and just keeps going it's like dude you didn't you didn't see what the, <laughs> like you're a comedian bro why <laughs> yeah because he doesn't know when he's being serious or not because Theo can get really serious Theo, sometimes is one of those and that's why i texted you earlier like i was like dude i i'm sorry i just can't like i i can be serious in my mindset but i'm still gonna just be goofing around no matter what we're talking about you know yeah what I'm yeah I'm yeah i'm like that too sometimes you know? it's like i can't it's almost like a defense mechanism that i built in my head it is is it's definitely like because you're scared of like you know like showing something too deep in yourself if you're so you make a joke about it and so you quick cover it up like what no you didn't see that make light of it yeah like i posted something like that post i did on facebook like last night i posted about like always getting friend zoned and shit Uh Um, uh uh-huh but did you see the comment i'm putting on that because it was classic dude uh i don't think i did yeah i I put it today so okay you might want to read it i'll check that out uh (laughs) but i mainly put that put Post out there because well, I think it's it'll be a I think it'll be a decent joke. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's definitely a, a premise in there. But sure. al- but also, I was like, there's been this uh, there's been a couple of women that I've talked to recently where it's like I don't know where I stand. You know, it's like I get it. Yeah, it's one of those situations where it's like I don't know why I have this such this fear of like. If I ask, then, you know, then I'm not going to be friends with this person anymore. It, I'll tell you, Colin, it is common among virgins. And, um... <laughs> I feel like a new, a newborn virgin at this point in my life. Uh, Cause I got out of a, yeah. I, you know, getting out of a relationship, like a, yeah. a two year, two year relationship for me is like decades. Right. Yeah, absolutely. For, uh, for anybody nowadays. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after that, I'm just like, what do I do? Like, how do, how does right. this work? Yeah. Like, no, I get it. Cause I didn't have to worry about any of this. Mm-hmm. That was one of the. It was like I still wasn't getting laid, but at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the can. But one of the great things about being in a relationship is you don't have to worry about finding another relationship unless no. you're really, you know, unless you're one of those people that unless you're toxic, unless you're super toxic, and that's not my style. But I've been seen. Yeah, I've been seen. <laughs> but yeah, um, so grew up in uh in Missouri, and oh, uh, we're still doing this. We're still doing. Oh man, I thought we were distracted from the. No, I'm bringing. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. You're such a good interviewer, dude. Like, I'm working on it, dude. No, like you got like natural chops, man. Where'd you get this from? Paying attention. You just yeah. doing a lot of uh, and like, I've been yeah I've been been doing a lot of. I don't know. I'm just always been a good. That's why I want to go back to school, but I hate school. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I want to go back to school to be a therapist because I think it's Hell just yeah, man. I think it's just something I, I can naturally I have, be good at. I have dreamed about being a um uh, i wanted to get into psychology uh but i feel like comedy to a degree is kind of 
along the same lines. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can still help people. Oh, yeah. In a different way. Yeah, Yeah. in a different way. And then I can always be a friend to somebody. And and the main aspect of that is just listening to what they have to say. I mean, you you know that. But, like, I can always be there for my friends. uh, But I professionally... I can maybe bring a few things out on stage, you know, and if, if somebody gets helped by that, then I feel like I've accomplished kind of the same, you know, the same goal. Yeah, that's why I have a lot of respect for, uh, I won't spoil it, but a lot of respect for the, uh, we were talking about that uh, podcast episode with our friend that's going to be coming out. Uh, shot 30 podcast, shout out to them. Uh, but like- the fact that uh, one of our friends was on his podcast and, you know, he, See, got, he, exactly. got, he got deep. Yeah, shared some really, really deep stuff that he's probably never shared with anyone before. And you know, uh, Shane asked him, "Do you want to keep this in?" Because you know his podcast is mostly a comedy podcast. Right. Yeah. And he's like, "No, leave it in, man, because it might help somebody." That's exactly what he said. Exactly. I was like, "That's awesome, dude." Oh yeah, man. That's awesome. That's good for you, Mike. Like, yeah, that actually makes me really proud. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that's awesome." Yeah, there's a whole nother side of uh, a lot of these comedians that we don't really... I mean, we're starting to see as we get to know them off stage. Well, yeah. well, people say, like, where does the comedy come from? But even, like, beyond that, where does the weird desire to live this life come from? <laughs> yeah. You can't be right upstairs completely no. if you want to do this. Like, no. You want to get up on stage where everybody's looking at you, supposedly. I mean, not always. Not always. Broken saddle. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to bid up on stage, everybody look at you, and you want to talk about your problems in front of, like, you know, 20 to 200,000 people, you know? Depending you on know, where you're at, you. yeah. Like, that's a, weird, that's a weird thing to uh, gear your life towards. But, you know, I, I, I tell people, uh, for me, it comes from, like, because people do what gives them self-worth. Or what gives them a concept of self-worth. Exactly. And people who live really fucked up lives and don't have self-worth. That's why they do some of the things, the demeaning, degrading things they do. We all understand that. Oh, yeah. Um, but for me, I always found my self-worth because I never fit in. You know, I was always the weird kid. Um, but if I can make somebody laugh, that was, that was when I felt that was like. Your that was when I felt like I was one of the, one of the boys, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, um, so that's where I got my sense of self-worth was from making people laugh. And so now, you know, 21 years later, uh, I'm still chasing that high, you know, of, of feeling like I, I fit in for a second, you know, when I can make somebody laugh at. Yeah. I was willing to completely, like, I don't do it as much anymore, but when I was like in high school, junior high, like I was willing to like do whatever it takes. Uh Uh-huh. To get a laugh. I didn't care if I was going to get in trouble because I got in trouble exactly. all the time. Yeah. I didn't yeah. care if I was going to get thrown out of class. If I got those laughs, it was worth it. Uh-huh. I was always, I could always charm my way through, like, a lot of situations that I got myself into. Oh, yeah. From making people laugh because I've always had that. I don't know if it's, like, my face. Like, I got that baby face or what it is. I just got this charming personality for, like, older people, you know? Oh yeah, I I can like, I can like and they you know, yeah you can relate it's I can like, relate to that like, yeah yeah you could usually talk yourself out of anything oh yeah but that like two seconds of disappointment on their face <laughs> when their favorite <laughs> their favorite student is just disrupted <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I look back at some of the things I did I was like I was a punk man yeah dude like 
like I would have hated myself if I was a teacher. Oh yeah, I was not a good student to have around at all. Well, I was always like super smart. Not even trying to brag. It's genetics, superior genetics. Yeah, you didn't have to try very hard. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I never did try very hard. Classic. And then, yeah. And then I got to the point where I wasn't trying so much that my grades would, re- you know. Would reflect reflect that. it finally. I wasn't the one that could always get away with it because I could always ace everything. I needed to put a little bit of work, and then I never did, and so my grades started to reflect it. But um, I know how that goes, yeah. But yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, dude. Fucking whatever we do, and do we? Do you encourage not cussing on this podcast? I don't care. It yeah. just popped out like yeah. I haven't said a cuss word all day, and I was just like, "Fucking <laughs> no, nah, it's okay." That's okay. I I try to, I try uh, not to cuss not as much cuss as much as I can because I think it's a mental exercise for you to use. You know what I'm saying? Use There's words. more words, yeah, to it's, use. It's honestly lazy and stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, know? I catch myself doing that on stage, and I'm like, Ugh. oh, dude, I was there. We both have a friend. He's been. I think he's been on. No, he hasn't. As JT, uh, as no, no, he has not. Okay, I. I tell, I tell the drunker him, he gets. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he cannot do it drunk. He looks taller when he's drunk because he's all <laughs> stooped over. He can't stand up straight. And he's like, he's like bending over the microphone. Anyway, um, I've told him several times, um, dude, your your jokes are squeaky clean, man. You could you could literally play at a church. Yeah, except for you throw cuss words in there. For no reason. Yeah. I don't know. Next nah. time you hear him go up, just listen to I'll his jokes. I'll notice it now. Yeah. And hear all the unnecessary. What, what popped it off for me was, uh, I'm kind of doing the couch surfing thing right now, but my roommate at the time, I went to a show in Dubuque, and he's like, give me a video or two. You know, I, I like comedy. I was like, dude, you're not going to want any of this. He's a Christian. So I was like, I, was like, I don't think you're going to want any of this. But he's like, you know, whatever. So I was like, JT's squeaky clean, man. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just record JT's set. And then as I'm sitting there, he's like cussing the entire time. I'm like, why, man? You're talking about root beer and McDonald's drive through bro. Like, why are you cussing? The and root beer joke is just... Is cla- I was there when he was like working on it. I, I think I might have given him one or two of the punchlines. I'm not sure. But it's classic. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, it's this again? But it's, JT, it's classic, though. It, it works for the same reason the catfish joke works for Mike. <laughs> Like <laughs> the premise of riding here on a catfish back—that's funny. But like, <laughs> yeah. why is it Al Roker? I've asked so many people, including Mike or and, Paula Sands or Paula Paula Sands. <laughs> well, like that's how they explain it to me. He's like, he's like, he's like, I it was it used to be Paula Sands, but nobody in Dubuque would get it. I'm like, okay, but they'll get it when it's Al Roker. Now, um, now explain to me why it's funny anyway, because you never explained that part, and that's why I asked. So I'm not sure what's going on here, but some of his jokes, he knows that they the don't make sense. Joke and the hostage joke. What? He's they like, grow up to be governors. Kit, Kim Reynolds was a hosta, is the premise, I think. Yeah. Does she look like a hostage? Does she have a, like a weird hairdo or something? I, I get the part where he says that now she's a daisy bitch. Is what he is the is the okay is the ending? That's probably. I get. I think that's what he's leading up to. I like to, to follow people's like try to figure out where they started with a joke. So he probably started there, mm-hmm. you know, and then he was like, "Something about hostas because he has hostas." I don't know. I don't even know if he has hosses or if he does any gardening. I have no idea. He does. He does it when he's horny. Yeah, he, which is all the time. So, 
I've, it is all the time, though. Uh, it is all the time. He's just a little, if you know Mike, little horny Filipino guy. <laughs> oh my god! Two inches of fury, just re- screaming in his pants, man. Dude, that guy. <laughs> I've had some interesting conversations <laughs> with, with him at like after shows where he's been like pretty drunk, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't even know what this guy's talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> he can make so much not sense <laughs> and be hilarious. Oh, uh, at man. the same time, he's a good guy. I'm sorry, I'm a little congested today. My my voice is is honestly one of the one of the seven greatest national treasures out there. But I'm a little congested, so it's not it's not, not performing up to his. It's best not 100. percent no. That's okay. We'll see what I can do when I edit oh, this. Oh yeah, just just put Morgan Freeman's voice. Up. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have a plug-in for that for Garage oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently you can get uh, on Amazon, you can change your uh, Alexa to, I hope this makes a bunch of people's Alexas go off if they're listening like out loud. Alexa. Alexa. Quick break here just to let you know that we are on all major podcast platforms and uh, on social media as well. www.moderndayoverthinker.com has all the links you need to keep up to date with everything that's going on in the modern day overthinker world. Alexa is very annoying sometimes. I, I It's a love-hate relationship with her. Uh, but uh, you can apparently adjust uh, the voice to be Samuel L. Jackson, which is awesome. I've heard that. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. He'll just swear at you all day. I think that they were working on getting a whole a whole like array of different you know voices huge and, payout for him i'm sure yeah yeah that's a huge payday like who who else would you put on that on that um you know what i'm saying like morgan freeman would be good morgan for sure. Bobby, yeah that's the obvious, obvious one. one yeah um um like what's some other like voices like joe buck or somebody I don't know. <laughs> joe buck i wish harry you know Car- I, like. I wish harry carey was still alive <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be a great one. Uh, Stone Cold. I was about to say Hulk Hogan, but or yeah, honestly, that Steve Austin would be Stone Cold or Hulk Hogan. Man, that's tough. Either or, that's tough because it really The Rock would would be the obvious tiebreaker on that one. Yeah, yeah. But like, man, The Rock's a very motivational person. I love that guy. Yeah, I think I have a. But there's no way he's not on steroids. Come on. I don't know, man. You don't know? I have no idea. It's one of those. I'm not part of that world. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't understand everything about muscles. I just have big ones, you know? But like. (laughs) (laughs) It's natural. (laughs) Do you you work out at all? or I I used to, but I'm actually doing better right now than I've ever been. And I'm not working out at all. I'm just starving myself because I don't have any money. So, you know. Well, that's one way to do it, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Not recommended. Not recommended. Please. <laughs> so are the you uh, day overthinker does not <laughs> yeah we do we do not condone that behavior at all are you so you in between jobs right now or no i i just started back up doing lawns and um okay and so the paychecks will start rolling in here pretty soon but okay um, you do that on your own or you do it with, a, with another uh, company yeah i do it with a shout out to m and d lawn care okay so uh they just give you so many lawns a day and then yeah, well, we've been doing mostly cleanups and mulches, and, you know, but uh, we started mowing Thursday, and then we, okay. mowed, we mowed yesterday. Okay. Which is why I slept till 10.30 this morning, because I didn't get any sleep Friday night, 
and then I did lawns Saturday, and then had to bartend last night. And so, dude, I was wiped out. But anyway, um, how was the village last night? Uh, well, are you into EDM at all? No, I'm not. I hate a, it. I'm not at all. Um, no. I was there to get a, a few bucks, and I yeah. got I got a few bucks. Yeah. Um, but I, awesome crowd. I love the crowd that comes out. I've oh yeah, the, the EDM point, people are cool. Got to the point where like I I know a lot of faces. Yeah. Well, I actually I just started. I just uh, like before the show even started, I started talking shit to the promoters, Dan and Michael, and uh, Mob Family, I think is the name of their okay. company. But like, I just started talking shit to them for no reason. I didn't even know they were the promoters. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I just, just saw them being the bartender talking. And trash. some about my brain said, "Make fun of them." And okay. literally, like the rest of the night, I was talking like mad shit, and I was like on one. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was good. You know, and uh, and they they actually ended up adding me on Facebook, and they're like, "Bro, we're gonna come out to one of your comedy shows, man. You're funny, bro." So it worked out. But, it worked uh, out. Sweet. Got a couple more fans, you know. But be like, we do this room. Every two weeks. We do, yeah. Uh, shout out to the uh, Big Room Open Mic. Dude, Next Big week. Room Open Mic's just such a... I love it. It's just such a casual... First like, of all, it's where I met uh, this girl I'm, I'm seeing right now, but... Uh, that's what's up. So there's positives and negatives, but... Uh, yeah. Cut, I, that, cut that. I've met one girl... I, I've met <laughs> one girl since uh, I've done Open Mic just because I was... I don't know if it was just because I was funny or just... Cause I'm just ridiculously good looking. I don't know. One of the, one of the two. It's probably because you fucking look like reincarnation of Brock Lesnar over here with only muscles popping out your Cub shirt. But. Dude, yeah, I've been hitting the gym hard, man. It's like been a great. Um, Side note: obviously, the gym doesn't work that well. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's been a great. It's been a great addition to the. Uh, you know, I I wasn't even doing it for the well. I was doing it a little bit for the physical benefits because I was getting a little bit too, a little bit too pudgy there. Mostly, I was doing it because I hated myself and I needed yeah, something to and I needed I needed another outlet for <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been there, and uh, and everybody the, the always talks. It's not worth it to me, man. I'm sorry. I still don't like it, uh, yeah. but I do it because I've noticed results, and yeah. um, it's a discipline thing. Yeah. And it is a nice escape, but, like, there's other escapes. Like, I mean, you ever tried alcohol? You know? <laughs> I have. It's not a good one for me. Um, you, you might want to cut that, too. Cause <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's a, no, that is an escape for a lot of people. And uh, Unfortunately for me, yes. I, I feel it, and, and it's like, you know, you got you to purposely. Thankfully, I, like, am grounded enough that I can see myself going into an you know an addictive state of mind mm -hmm. and i can like kind of i i don't know because i've never been a disciplined person but i guess i have enough discipline you know what i'm saying maybe it's because my mom's praying for me i don't know but like i, I <laughs> maybe it's because my mom's praying I, no i'm serious man. yeah like even if you don't believe in god like no i do i've been working that working that back in my life as well positive energy you know what i'm saying but whatever point being um you know there's like I can, like, I've had to, like, kind of give myself a reset, you know? Like, honestly, I got the strep throat. You remember that? I was I was smoking a shit ton of cigarettes, man. And it was it was obnoxious how many cigarettes I was smoking and, and drinking. And uh, I got strep throat so bad I couldn't even smoke, which that's pretty bad, dude. And, yeah, like, strep throat sucks, dude. My, I had it while my, I had COVID. My, my, oh, dude. 
double pr- double both? prizes. Yeah. What's those things in the back of your throat? Limp notes. You dick. <laughs> uh, in no, some cases. the tonsils. But tonsils. It's not the back of your throat, but whatever. The yeah, 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 are. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, they were like super, like just like uh, they wouldn't let smoke through, man. Like, just like nope. It was it was bad. And uh, I got a like a major reset, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't You're smoke, forced I couldn't drink, just, yeah, yeah. And I was thankful for it because I was like, okay, because I was spending so much money on cigarettes, and now I can. Kinda, dude, they're so expensive. They are. Um, dude, I remember one time. This was like a week ago. I was like, okay, I'll buy this pack of cigarettes. It'll last me a few days now because I I really like weaned myself off. And then I, I went out and I just started drinking. And you know how it is. You like drink and you go smoke and you talk and you mm-hmm. drink more. Dude, I smoked an entire pack in like a matter of hours. Like, I, I know people who do that every day. But yeah. like, for me, that's like, what the fuck, man? I don't have money for that. I yeah. can't just throw it out, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't really have money to get to work every day. Gas so expensive, you know? It's like, anyway. Yeah. You live, you learn, man. Make mistakes. Bro. I know a lot of people who have been able to quit everything but cigarettes. Yeah, that's the big one. It's a big one. It's like I don't understand the hold on it. It's like it's like why does that particular thing have such a hold? I don't... Well, with one one thing with like you know like being in recovery, you need something. Yeah, so everybody's like, well, that's the good one. You know, it's like it's like it? it's like caffeine, kind of. Yeah. Um. Where people are like, oh, I'm still keeping that one. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people have had some very unhealthy relationships with caffeine as well. Like they're slamming three bang energy drinks a day. It's like, are you? Dude, I was drinking four monsters a day for a while, and my chest was literally like hurting all the time. Dude, it's I have no idea terrible for you. I think, I, yeah, I go overboard if I have two energy drinks a day. I'm like, you can't do that. Um, in the last 48 hours, I've probably consumed upwards of seven Red Bulls. But anyway. Yeah. The smaller ones or the bigger ones? Uh, some of the 12 ounces and then some of the smaller ones. Yeah. Eight ounces or whatever. Yeah, Red Bull is how it started. I remember yeah, I getting get introduced to Red Bull and when I was like Good amount of cocaine 12. Too, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was 12. No, I wasn't talking shit about you, dude. I'm sorry to bring that up. Man. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was talking about me and my problems. Bro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, so I don't know into, anything about cocaine. You nothing. Got, you got into the Red Bull, like so, twin oh, out, dude. I'm sorry, dude. That I, was one of my I first. Was offer you something. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. Um. No, when I was like 12, I remember because I was all, I would always like, you know, slam as much Mountain Dew or right, yeah. Surge. Fucking That's where they Surge. Get you started, man. Surge, bro. Oh, oh Surge was the I shit. Was an aunt who was. Literally to this day addicted to search, and you can only find it certain places. Yeah. So she's got it like mapped out in the U.S. where she has to travel to, and like we 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 it's love we love to see Aunt Pam, but like why do I feel like she's not here for us? <laughs> she's she's, she's here right for now surge. loading a crate of surge onto the back of her minivan. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know you had a minivan. She's like, I gotta I gotta transport this somehow. Yeah, transport this surge. I don't even have any kids. It's like. Oh man, but yeah, that was when I first had Red Bull. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a game changer!" And then Red Bull, it tastes good. You feel it, you know. Like I like the taste of Red Bull like a lot. Yeah, I do too. I hate the taste of Bang Energy drinks. Really? But I, all of them? That's my main one that I drink. But um, like I have one or two that I like. I do like um, 
I think it's purple haze or something. But like, yeah, I'll drink the red, white, and blue one. Yeah, Star Blast or whatever. Yeah, for America. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, and I'll drink like the green ones. But yeah, I I was working with uh, my best friend in college, and he was like helping me like just for a day, you know. And I was like, dude, you need some bang energy drinks, man. That's the only way I get through the day, you know. Change the game. And I was used to the way it made me feel, which was like shit. Yeah. But I was used to it, you know. And so, and, but the, he's, he's, he uh, was completely clean off of any substances for like years, you know. And he never drank any caffeine. Mm. And so like he's like a blank Just slate. Just raw dog. I did not realize. Like, yeah, it's probably the best thing you could possibly do for yourself. Yeah. Uh, but like. I, I didn't realize that he'd never, like, had a bang energy drink. For some reason, I just assumed, oh, he's 21. Yeah, everybody drinks I'm 21. Yeah. We both are really into bang energy drinks, right? But, like, I hand him. So you're uh, just a horrible I'm just, influence. I'm just like, hey, dude. And he's, he, he takes a big old swig from this thing. I think he maybe got halfway through the can. And he starts, like, curling up in the chair next to me, uh, like, like, scratching himself in weird places. I'm like, do I? Like, who is like he's this? Tweaking. Like, yeah, I thought he was tweaking over here. I was like, what? Are you okay, bro? He's like, no, I'm not. Like, he was messed up out of his mind. Yeah. But... Bang energy drink does give you, like, weird, like, I've had hallucinations while, like, trying to do homework, like, drinking bang energy drink all night and, like, got major hallucinations and stuff. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't give you wings. It gives you tweaker vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what'll mess you up, bro? I learned this in college. Uh, coffee. But instead of creamer, put in protein powder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> bro. Never did that. that. will mess you up, dude. Really? If you don't like sleeping for a week. No. If you don't like sleeping. <laughs> it's bad, bro. Oh, man. It's bad, dude. My thing was just like the currency in college was when I was in college was Adderall. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, everybody was trying to find Adderall definitely, all the time. Definitely looked like somebody that would be into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's basically meth light. Uh-huh, yeah. Is all it is. It's from See, what... when, I was, when I was in, like, junior high, they had Adderall light. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but it didn't do shit. First it didn't of do all, shit. First of all, it didn't do shit. Second it's weak. All, like, how pussy do you have to be? <laughs> you can't get your regular Adderall. <laughs> Anyway. Or Vive Ants, which was even better because it was like didn't hit you all at once. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, um uh, did you ever get prescribed anything when you were a kid? Did they try to medicate you? Um, no. Uh let me think. They tried to medicate everyone when I was Yeah, when I was well I was homeschooled. So Oh, I you got, were actually homeschooled. Yeah. That's not just a joke. No, uh, I was genuinely homeschooled. Okay. And it, it honestly probably does explain a lot, but, uh, <laughs> it helps with the, helps with your material though, for sure. Oh yeah. It's, it's, a, I, I get some funny bits from it. Yeah. But, well, I mean like my background gives me a lot of material, like, okay. a lot of material. I can yeah. talk about it for a couple hours, but, uh, um, where, where, where were we? Oh, I, I went to, well, I didn't go out over the phone, but, uh, I had a, a psychologist when I was like 14, probably, mm-hmm. for like a few months, it didn't last very long. And it, was, it wasn't anything. It was just like, it just didn't last. Um, Why'd you start going? But I was, um, I was just like depressed and stuff. 
that age well, sucks. Suicidal yeah. thoughts is what when my parents realized that I, they didn't know. Yeah. Um, but like I filled out a form at a doctor's visit or something, and I was just being honest. And it was like you how, checked the boxes, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, how many times do you think about killing yourself a day?" You know, it's like, "Oh, uh, how many seconds are there in a day?" You know. Yeah. And, yep. And my parents didn't realize that. You know, mm-hmm. they're you know good people, but like they just didn't know. Old school too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But like also like old school, but with like an understanding of how mental health. Like my dad, they weren't out of the. My dad has suffered from like debilitating depression, and and he's got chronic nerve problems, and mm-hmm. so he's had to go through a lot of that. Okay, and so he, when he realized, he was like, "Okay, we're gonna do what we got to do." So, I was blessed in that aspect, but um, that's good. They were going to put me on something. I don't remember. Uh, my therapist suggested There's so it, much, but stuff, yeah, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but um, it was probably. I don't know. Pros, anyway, Prozac. Yeah, or something. Or something. Yeah, but I never did. And so, and I'm here today. So, I survived. But what did they diagnose you with anything? Or they just said you, you're major depressive or depression or. Yeah. They Clin- didn't really. Clin- she said. Clinical. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a very like, um, yeah, non like, I don't know what the word would be to, but it was like kind of just like talk to her, you know what I'm saying, and get it out. And if she says that we need to do something, we will. But, like, other than that, like, you know, talk to her. So I, I talked to her, you know, and uh, we probably made a little bit of progress. But um, anyway, didn't why'd last very Why'd long. you stop going? Um, I'm trying to remember uh, why exactly, but I don't know. It was right about the time, like, my parents caught me with some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't realize I was also doing some other stuff you yeah know? yeah you know cause sneaky or whatever yeah yeah finally course. got caught and uh i don't know if those two things are related but it was about the time i stopped seeing the therapist so i don't know how those two things correlate but they're probably like this is the problem it kind of sounds messed up when i say it out loud but yeah. i don't think it was actually related i honestly think i might have opted to like stop going i don't know i can't remember it was or you're like i'm good now like yeah well actually i did feel like a lot better after I got caught and I was out in the open doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Now I was like, oh, okay. You're not hiding. Yeah, when yeah. you're hiding, hiding something, makes it you, really takes a toll on you. It stresses you out, man. And so I did start feeling better. Um, and then, like, um, dude, the last part of high school was awesome for me, dude. But, like, the 15 years leading up to it were, were, were mental... Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty tough mentally, but I got like two years of just like awesomeness and then, you know, right back as soon as college started. But it is what it is. Yeah. What did you try? What were you going to go to college for? Psychology or did you not um, know? I was basically going to go for like a bachelor of theology degree. Okay. And um, because like it was kind of like the charted course for me to like go into the ministry, you know, mm-hmm. just great. You know, I was, I was. I think I got to see some stuff that, you know, most people wouldn't see because of, of that experience. But at the end of the day, I was like, dude, I want to do comedy, you know? Yeah. Like, you, I don't think you realize, like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll try to explain to you, like, comedy has been, like, my overpowering, like, the, the calling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, since I was a little kid. Since before, like, the first comedians I heard were probably, like, you know Jerry Clower by any chance? I don't actually. Old time, big old fat southern <laughs> southern dude, just okay. ignorant. 
Yeah. And like the stories he told weren't even that funny, but like the way he said the punchline made people laugh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it was almost as if like he, he sounded almost like an old like Southern Baptist preacher or something. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And, uh, and it's not that funny, let's be honest. But like <laughs> that was ever since like growing up, listening to that, a little bit of Bill Cosby. And uh, which sucks now, really but sucks, yeah, dude, really sucks. Um, anyway, yeah, and so like I knew just enough to know that there was a profession out there where I could be in front of people making them laugh. Mm-hmm. And so, dude, I I was I was a super like weird loner kid, you know, and I was always in my head, you know. So I was be. So did you play any sports in high school or anything? Like I that? didn't. No, did not. No. Okay. Um, I should have, right? You know, like look yeah, at you, me. yeah. But Were I you didn't. this size in high school? Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit smaller and wider. Like I've, I've actually slimmed down a lot since high school. You seem like you could have been a football guy or something. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. But my parents, um, I was homeschooled, so I only got to do a certain amount of things. Okay. And they decided that music was important. That was the priority. Okay. I get yeah. it. You know, I get it. But I could have done sports, too. I don't know. You could have done both, but yeah. But, it comes from like a very when did you learn how to because i know you play the guitar obviously when did you start playing the guitar um it was about the time i dropped violin so like when i was little. okay so you did violin first i think i started when i was like eight okay till about age 13 14 somewhere in there and uh was that homeschooled as well or did you go to see like a somebody yeah, went to yeah went to see a, a instructor or whatever yeah mrs combs joanne combs she was nice. she was like the most quintessential music nerd but like the most awesome person in the world you know you get it like yeah like music people are awesome you know yeah they just they have a different way of expressing themselves which is awesome it's perfect mm-hmm. but anyway point being uh we uh, uh we had this guy this traveling preacher in our house uh right right about the time i picked up the guitar um and he was like he was like an old hippie from like california and shit and and um you know did all did all the did all the things you know and uh learned learned that style of guitar uh that they were that created some of the best music in the world mm-hmm. um crosby stills and nash for one small example just popped in my head you know that was that kind of shit and uh and so he taught me a lot in like a week he just taught me like a lot of shit and he was like you know um do with this what you will and so i just kind of kept like i'm still like very basic but like i i learned a, a cool little style and i'm just slowly expanding on it and i can play what i want to play usually you know and if i can't play it already i'll look it up you know okay. yeah youtube's a good resource you, for almost YouTube. anything now i want to know to play purple rain um friday yeah just from a youtube video because yeah. I, I wrote a, i wrote a parody of, of purple rain nice called uh nipple pain <laughs> and uh sang it in galva fucking literally brought the house down like they had to rebuild the coffee shop (laughs) how was that show though in general oh dude okay let me tell you i could have i could have gotten up there and said my my dog peed on a pop tart and the crowd would have laughed like they were just ready to laugh yeah dude they were fucking like incredible best crowd almost packed out there was a few open seats but almost completely packed out and from the moment JD gets up, like they were talking super loud, and I was like, "Great, it's just gonna be like whatever." And then JD just gets up, he's like, "Hey, what's up?" Boom, silence. And then like he says something stupid, and the crowd's like, <sighs> <laughs> and I was like, 
what in the world just happened? Like, this crowd is eating out of this guy's hand, which JD's like, he's good, actually. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, JD's doing good. He's just a chill, and, casual, like, yeah. dark. Well, yeah, but he's not casual, dude. He's actually super intense. Like, his oh, crowd I, work. I, I, I say casual is probably his, not the right word at all. It, it's yeah. like, like he's he. you can tell he doesn't give a fuck. That's what, does I, not, that's what you mean. He that's what you mean. Because, yeah. like, he's just, like, kind of leaning up against his, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Dude, I... I don't care what you think. I'm going to kill your your wife tonight anyway, so yeah, this it doesn't is, matter to me. Yep. Uh, ooh, I, you have a nice face. I could, see, I could see making a skin mask out of you, but. Yeah, he'll just. You know, like, yeah. you generally would say that. Anyway, point being, like, uh, so, like, he's just doing his thing, and I was like, okay, well, they know JD. Who knows, man? Will this work? Will this not? And so I get up, and I got my guitar, you know, and I sing. And dude, like literally, I, the first thing I said, I was like, "Hey, I'm Andy McGraw. I'm the Quad City Com- Comedy's resident panty dropper." <laughs> and, and I was like, "If that works or not, will tell me how the rest." Of the- <laughs> and they just like doubled over laughing. I was like, "Awesome." Well, you weren't supposed to laugh that hard at it. Cause yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's but, very you know, stupid. <laughs> very stupid joke, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, and so yeah, and so they're like, uh, "Oh yeah." Well, I'm not gonna go over my entire set. But like it was, it was a good time. It was a really good time. And then um, everybody else killed. Like I saw people kill there that, that night that I've never seen kill. Kill. That's awesome. We'll put it that way. That's the nicest way. That's awesome, though. No, yeah. That's like, a huge confidence. Huge booster. confidence boost. It can be a game changer to like have a really good show and be like, oh, this is what it feels like to actually. Because like if you're just slogging through these little open mics, man, it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, it's tough to like really feel what that what that give and take with the audience is, especially like what is broken saddle when you're yeah. like not everyone's paying attention, and or some of those open mics where it's like, yeah, or when uh, when Sal Feed is is uh, I'm not saying names, I'm just Sal Feed, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That walkout was dude. I I don't feel good about it. I I don't and. The thing is, like, I don't, but also the thing is, I like, I really genuinely like that guy. I really, I do, do too. He's yeah, actually nice, but like, he can be very disrespectful. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's comedy, man. That's what you you're gonna face. You're gonna face hecklers. Mm-hmm. If if we get out of here, you know, if you go anywhere else, I you're feel like he kind of does that. And he was telling me, he was like, I do that. He's like, I do that on purpose. If I can see somebody bombing, I'll say some shit, and if they can come up with something funny. Try to get him back. Get the crowd back. Yeah. Which not everybody has something funny, though, to be honest. Yeah. Some people aren't ready for hecklers. They, they get but defensive. It actually might be better for, for, for that mic than you think. But it's just like, I would hate it if I walked into a mic and everybody went, oh, he's here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's kind of how it become. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't want to talk. I really hate talking trash, but like, you got to figure something out about yourself, dude. If that's what you're going through, man. Yeah. Like you got to figure something out about yourself. Cause like you're, 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 you've gotten to the point where they're the entire group of, of talent and half the crowd, at least half the, just people that were there all walked out as soon as you got up. Yeah. What's that say about you, man? I'm sorry. Like, yeah. what's that say about you? You yeah, know? he probably went through some deep reflection after oh, that. Dude, it was dude self. I was like, if I if I come on this podcast and I get to talk about one thing, I'll talk about self awareness. 
self-awareness is a bitch okay yeah but it is the best like on the other side of coming to something and becoming self-aware about it is like the best feeling because then you you finally have conquered like even though it's still there you've conquered one of your flaws you know what i'm saying but like and that's what we're on earth to do is to like to become better human beings exactly and you know whether you believe in religion or not that's why we're here it's Mm -hmm. a pretty common sentiment and so even though self-awareness is not fun at all dude it's crucial the best thing you can do for yourself is just I become, sit down and look at yourself. I become it, so weirdly self-aware. Like I know I'm gonna like. For example, earlier today, I um, before I got in the shower, I I took off my I took off my watch, and I put it somewhere, and I'm like, I know I'm gonna forget that, and I forgot it. Forgot to put it back <laughs> on. I just knew I was gonna do that. Well, now that you know just that stupid about yourself, little, stupid little things like that's that. That's when you use that opportunity to put the watch somewhere where you won't forget it. Exactly. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like, like, I usually put it back on, and I usually try to put it somewhere where I know. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, as I was putting it in that place, I was like, you I know, know I'm gonna forget about. It. I, I've done the same exact. Just thing, stupid. Where you're just like, I know I'm about to do this, and you, you fucking do it. Just do it anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, but like, I was, I was gonna say this, and I don't know. This is completely armchair psychology, man. So I don't have a degree or anything, but people, no, I don't have a lot. Of, I don't people, have a lot of people with degrees on here. Anyway. Yeah, it's fine. you should though. Look, I'm I'm trying um, to get there. Yeah, awesome, dude. Um, but like, people are so scared of depression, you know? Oh yeah. As I mean, it's it's not. It's scary. Yeah, but but at the same time, like, if you have gone through like a major depression and then walked out the other side, which I know. It's not that easy, and it's easy to say that, and some people never actually do, mm-hmm. I feel like. And, and that's, but, like, if you've gone through a major valley and walked out the other side, when you realize the, the introspection you gain from it, the time off, you know, like, the, like from all the bad things that happened, it was actually probably so much better for you to have gone through that and walked out the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gained self-awareness. You, learned a lot about the people around you you know Mm -hmm. i'm sure yeah and you learned a lot about yourself yeah and um and for me it's like people talk about like when you're going through a hard time that's when your comedy's at the that's when your art's at the best it's not like that for me it's actually on the other side yeah And, and i tell people that when i when when i personally go through depression i feel like i have to walk into that cave and i have to go all the way to the back and i have to i have to i have to greet the beast at the at the back of the cave you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then when i get out of the cave i realized as i was shaking hands with him he gave me a rune crystal or some shit mm-hmm. and it's got like this is like worth like five billion dollars yeah and i'll just sit down and just start fucking writing comedy you know what i'm saying or, yeah. or writing music or whatever and it's like it's not in depression but like on the other side of it on the other side of that's it that's yeah. where the gold comes from i think i don't know i, I think it depends on the person Oh, everybody's uh, different. Absolutely. Yeah, for and, sure. And I know some people like are tortured artists. But some awesome, and some people Sorry, who go through like the waves, like I go through depression waves right, as I yeah. call them. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in those depression waves, I can I can write some really good shit. Oh, but shit. I can't necessarily deliver it. Fuck, I'm taking care of this person's house. Is it uh I forgot she had chickens in the basement. <laughs> chickens in the basement? Dude, hey, also, I'm not trying to be Mr. QAnon here, but listen, guys, <laughs> if you have a way to get a garden plot going, 
make sure you use heirloom plants because most plants nowadays don't create seeds, but like try to find some heirloom plants. If you have a way of raising some, some livestock, we can go to the store and see how expensive shit is. And it's only getting worse. And mm-hmm. literally, if you look at it, I'm not trying to be this guy. That isn't QAnon. That's just like. I know. I, 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 say, I say QAnon as like an all-inclusive, yeah, all-inclusive. conspiracy theory. But <laughs> yeah. like, if you look at what's going on, famine is on the way. Like, the, it's like the last horseman. And like, he's, he's riding in. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, try to at least get enough for your family, man. You know, I don't, I don't want to see, you know, I want to see a bunch of babies dying on the sidewalk. So like. Yeah. And so generally, like Michelle, you know Michelle, like she's got yeah. she's got chickens in the basement. You know, did not know that. I didn't know that was you a good place to keep chickens. Her, her landlord doesn't know about it. <laughs> I don't think you're, unless your landlord's like I, a a big fan. I don't think she's gonna hear your biggest fan. My dude. biggest. No, I'm serious, dude. <laughs> she was telling me the other day. She's like, she's like, are you gonna be on that? I don't think you were good enough to be on that podcast. I was like, well, I sucked. I didn't know that day. was a good place to keep chickens, but I guess if you're hiding them, well, they're little. Um, as soon as they're old enough to be outside, they'll be outside. But uh, okay. she's got a little yard, okay, a little coop. Well, she's gonna build a coop or whatever. So, but yeah, um, trying to, uh, yeah, I would like to do like a, not to bring up my, I'll bring up my Gadrales again. But gardening, uh, <laughs> I would like to have a garden. My, I got a buddy that's really into gardening, man. Like the last person I ever thought that would like. That, not the last person I ever thought that would get into gardening, but it wasn't just something like I would think, oh, yeah, he looks like somebody who would get into gardening. Like, he's, like, super into it, and uh, yeah, which my, is, which my is awesome. My dad was always into the gardening. We had um, my grandpa was huge too. garden growing up. Yeah. I spent hours out there. It's yeah. probably illegal how much time I spent out there working on it. And um, It's not, though. Child labor, if it's your kid, you can work their ass off. I know, and I think when Obama was president, didn't he talk about that should be illegal? And I don't think it should, but, like, didn't he, wasn't he saying, like... I don't know. I don't know. Because, uh, like, if you Maybe that's up, why my dad hated Obama. I don't grew, know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could name a lot more reasons why your dad probably hated him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether legitimate or not. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. That's oh, probably for sure. was the last thing. But, like, the concept was, like, people growing up on a farm, you know, you have chores and shit, and... and, and and you work on the farm like that's what you do if you and uh and he was obama was saying that that should be illegal because it's child labor but i don't agree with that at all yeah i don't know if you notice like um it's it's a culture thing too for some people uh like there's a uh it's kind of a fusion type of restaurant but it's like chinese and vietnamese uh, yep. restaurant. Um, got the kids running around. Yeah, that's how you know it's good. Yeah, the man. kids taking your order and shit. Yeah, like you got a nine year old taking your order. Yep, that's how you know it's good, man. Oh yeah, for sure. MJ's in Davenport. Um, I've been there. Yeah, it's right. Uh, you said you were taking me. Awesome. Let's go, man. <laughs> let's go, man. <laughs> your treat. Awesome. It's on. It's this on is, Locust. This uh, is on the modern day over overthinkers this, tab, right? Yeah, I'll just write it off, even though I do not have an LLC at all. <laughs> um. Should probably eventually I might have to do that. I want to look into that. There's no revenue coming in. It's just, just all, all. Do you have any advertisers or any? Not yet. I what, haven't gotten to the point. I haven't on? gotten to the point where I'm at. That's why I'm trying to get consistent because I've never been consistent. That's my biggest issue. Yeah, me too. I was man. talking to Shane. I've, I've started two podcasts. And really, both really good, but like I just fell off. Yeah, yeah. Lazy. It's hard. Uh, and you just got to make sure you have uh guests lined up and or bat and 
backup guests and just like just ready to go. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, you, know, you can always call me for a backup guest spot, man. I got plenty of shit to talk about. Plenty of shit to talk about. That's good. I yeah. I used to have uh, my friend Callie was a backup, and she's still probably good. She's probably still would come on. Um, she's a little bit busier nowadays, but um, I'm on a a lot of the plot major platforms. So Shane actually introduced me to. I le- I've learned a lot from him because he's been doing his podcast longer than me. He's had more mm-hmm. episodes. And uh, he uses a a platform uh, or a a website that basically he uploads the podcast, the the uh, the audio, and then whatever you know image you want to put with it um, for that episode, and then um, they take it and they distribute it to all the platforms uh-huh. for you. What's the What's the name of it? Through a feed. It's called Libsyn. L I B S Y N. Yeah. I had never heard of it. I knew there was stuff out there like it. I was doing it very manually mm-hmm. um, through SoundCloud, actually. Mm, that, was, that, was, that was probably hard, dude. Yeah. And where I would just take the, yeah. you'd take the RSS feed and then you would just go to Spotify and say, this is my podcast. This is where you pull See, the episodes. There's so many platforms now. And I was going, going through all the platforms, and Lipset doesn't even do all of them that I want to be on. I've had to go to select ones, like the, here and there, and give them the feed. Who I used um, was, not to cut you off, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Know, but, uh, who I used when I, when I did podcasts was uh, Anchor.fm. Yeah, Anchor's, an, Anchor's one of the more po- most popular I know ones. it's like probably real basic or whatever, but like. It is, but I think they do a good they job. They let you start advertising from the beginning doing a little you know ad spot for anchor and you get like one cent per five thousand views or whatever but then they start sending you advertisers dude you know okay and and lipson's uh, i think got something like that i haven't looked into it yet because i wanted to build up a listener base first and consistent listener base uh because i have a little bit of a base um most of my listeners though because you can see um yeah it gives you the demographic it gives you I haven't gotten the, I need to figure out how to get the demographics as far as age and like mm-hmm. age and gender. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the phone, the, 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 the platform that is playing on is just like sending beams into their brain to see how old they are. Like, well, they can tell from like their Spotify. Oh yeah. That's a good point. I or was, their Apple. Uh, I was just imagining like the, 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 hacking yeah. into the phone. It's like, uh, no, they get it from Zuckerberg because Zuckerberg knows everything. You're doing really well among people who hate their spouses, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it just knows that people, people, people who talk neglect, about that. People who neglect their kids love you, Colin. So, like, if you something. could get, if I could get some some stats like that, oh my god. Uh, but uh, I hire um some statistic statistician. Oh, my Siri just was thinking that I was asking her a question. That, that don't get me started on her either. Um, but yeah, uh, I found out that most of my listeners usually listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple, which are the main two, obviously, uh, the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stitcher. Yeah, there's. I think I'm on. I think I'm on Stitcher, but that's very. I don't think I've got, and then uh, Audible through Amazon. Uh, those are the main three. But I'm on. Yeah. I tried to get on as I did a search as far as like the top 
platforms to be on and obviously there's yeah. a few geeks on pandora just listening to your podcast <laughs> yeah. right now does pandora even have podcasts i think i do um youtube's about to do it which i can't wait for that because people have been asking because i don't do video mm-hmm. because that's just a whole nother editing most, most of your guests are really ugly let's be honest <laughs> i was I gonna listen to zach vaughn's episode but dude i couldn't i i can't i can't listen to that guy talk for more than like five minutes before i throw up dude it's <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> sorry what, what were we talking about <laughs> what were we talking about do i need to edit that out no <laughs> leave that in actually turn up the volume on that uh, turn up the volume on that <coughs> dude yeah i learned a lot about zach von he uh oh, i'm sure it was super interesting no it was good um i don't know if you're joking or not um <laughs> no me, me and zach have like this um thing where like we pretend to Pretend to hate each other? We pretend to hate each other, but then we also pretend to like each other because I think we do, at a certain level, not like each other. Because, yeah. like, well, like, we kind of got in at the same time. Like, I, I did it before, but, like, we got back in you at had the a same gap. time. And, like, yeah, at a gap. But, like, after my gap. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I just, um, double meanings are, are coming from my, anyway. So after after my gap year or whatever, when I came back in, like we kind of started, and and I feel like there's like this built in like jealousy component. It's a and competition I think, thing. I think you talked about it on his podcast, didn't didn't you? On his episode about about like comparing yourselves to yeah, other people or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I didn't listen to it. I just looked at the summary, so I'm just guessing. But yeah, uh, point, we did. My point is like there was like a built in like something there. And I think somehow we started catching like subliminal things off of each other, and then all of a sudden, I'm over here, he's over there, and but we're both like mature enough to be like, wait a minute, what's going on? And he actually came to me and 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 humbled himself, was like, dude, I, I don't know what's going on, but like whatever. And I was like, dude, it's on me, bro. Like seriously, let's let's because we're both doing. Even if we did hate each other, we're both like trying to see this thing go forward. So why would we? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why would we... Don't cause any drama in the fucking yeah. comedy scene. Honestly, though, drama might be good for us. Like, we should probably get some... We need to dice it up. We need well. some rivalries going on. Like, Well, there's a like, there's some what... friendly competition going on. Uh, me and, me Austin's and very competitive. Yeah. Dude, uh, all, all three of those guys. Yeah. Austin, JD, and Zach, I, I fucking hate all three of them. <laughs> and I'll say that gladly. I'll tell you that right to... I have. Told them to their face. And... Uh, yeah, we could actually get some kind of like rivalry going. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to the point where it's like selling tickets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have a a a, a professional wrestling promo all written out <laughs> for Austin because he keeps saying he's gonna put me in an RKO and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I should Smith slap you for even saying that, <laughs> for even invoking the name of the greatest, the three most dangerous letters in all of sports entertainment. <laughs> anyway, my uh. Uh, my brother will appreciate that if he listens to it. My brother is older than me, and he still, uh, still, still real, watches wrestling. Still real to him, man. Still watching still wrestling. Still real to him. Yeah, I lo- me too. Still real. As, you know what I'm saying? Like, Loves that's it. Why, I don't know if you know the name MJF. No. He's on AEW. The, there's, there's a lot of letters here. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of acronyms. So no. there's, this, there's this rival company called AEW. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that. So yeah. there's this kid, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Okay. And he's like just a prick. He's just an asshole, dude. Yeah. His, his, his catchphrase is, I'm better than you, and you know it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say about him. Oh, oh, so you know Ariel Helwani by any chance? The, uh, he's like the UFC guy. Like, he, he interviews all the UFC guys. Uh, anyway, 
Hey, he, I'm terrible he's a, at names. He, it is what it is, man. I'm throwing a lot of shit at you, man. Yeah. So we'll a lot try, of to, try to keep up. Try to keep up. I'm trying no. to keep up. So he has MJF on his podcast. You remember who MJF is? Or do we need to, do we we need just discussed that. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. He I'm has there. MJF on his podcast. And he could not get MJF to break kayfabe. Meaning, like, he couldn't get MJF to, like, say that professional wrestling was fake. Like, MJF just, like, everything he said, he was like, you know, like, he had something. You know what I'm saying? That's great. And to me, that's awesome because we don't have that anymore. We're all, like, it's fake, and so it doesn't mean anything, you know? Not true. You know, no, it is true. It doesn't mean anything because now all you're doing is showing off little spots, little things that you practice on your trampoline growing up, and, and it's not even good-looking moves anymore. And it doesn't – the things you're doing to each other – should look like it's actually hurting but you're doing all these little flips and tricks and dives and, it, and you're not selling it and so the crowd knows you're not hurt and the crowd knows it's an acrobatics competition so you might as well go to gymnast school or whatever you know you might as well watch tumbling if you're gonna yeah, watch this modern acrobat. day professional wrestling you know give me give me you know is it like that give me uh, with wwe Cold. as well it, it's the getting there AEW's worse but they're both in the same vein but there's it's not what people, it used to be there's people who have the you know who towed the old line you know a lot of them don't know because they weren't trained right but like a lot of them are trying to be like the old school wrestling yeah like when i when with that when i was watching wrestling you know it was obviously the the i, I wouldn't say the glory days because they were still obviously big well names. which which era would it have been ruthless aggression or uh attitude how old are you I'm 32, so so you knew like Stone Cold and, dude, and the Rock, Stone yeah. Cold, the Rock. Uh, it was before. It was talking 90s or yeah, yeah, yeah. late 90s, the early attitude, 2000s. They call that the Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like X Pac. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was what was X Pac's group called? Um, um oh, fuck, it's like the like the most obvious thing. Yeah, it's I most obvious know right thing. off the top of my head, but I'm gonna look it up like real fast. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Sting. Oh yeah, Sting. That was well. See, that Kane, was Kane like, Undertaker. That was like the whole WCW. Yeah, because that they were yeah. split when yeah. I when I started watching, and then they became one thing. And then it was the I watched it when it was the WWF, and then they had to change it because the WWF was the World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> I know, I know. That's hilarious. That's like literally. you guys can't use WWF, and I don't know why it took so long for them to figure it out. I think they went to court over it or something, probably. You know, the, like the panda. Um, yeah. 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 But like it took, they were the WWF for a while before they were like, oh, we got to change this. I don't know why it took so long for them to be like, oh, because the World Wildlife Federation's been around for a while. Dude, X-Pac, uh, Uncle Cracker sang X-Pac's theme song. That doesn't sound right. Maybe it did. Were they from the, wasn't didn't Uncle Cracker come out after that? No, that's been Uncle Cracker's been out for a while. I guess I guess his faction was X Factor. X Factor, and what was the other? There, there was another group, and I think Sting was in that group. Or was Sting a lone wolf? Uh, was it, was it the NWO? NWO, yeah, yeah, yeah NWO, yeah. yeah, NWO. I was trying to remember awesome. which because there's NWO and D Generation X, but they were from different brands. Yeah, so I was trying to remember. There was a, who's the dude's the dude with the guitar, and then he always had the chick, the super hot chick with him, Dale Jarrett, I think his name was. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I love that love guy. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was just so many good characters. But when they were, and then like, you man, remember Jim Cornette by any chance? I don't remember that name. He's like he's like this chubby, chubby old Southern white guy, and like super baby face, 
real high voice. And uh, he managed um, Vader for a while. Okay. He managed Yokozuna back in the day. Uh, he was fam- He was a manager, you know. But like, okay. Some of the best promos in history were cut by that motherfucker, man. Okay. Like you go back to like the the territory days. Does that mean anything to you? Like before the WWF bought out the entire. See, see, like wrestling used to be very territorial. Yeah. And so Vince McMahon took over for his dad and basically bought out national TV rights, which was against like the, like it wasn't legal necessarily, illegal, but like. Loophole. It was like everybody had agreed, I'll stay here, you stay there. It was and one of those so things. Vince yeah. McMahon went national and essentially ruined professional wrestling, but it took, it took about 40 years before it got real bad. Yeah. But. It's gotten real bad. E. I haven't talked to my brother about it in a while. Talk to, your brother's probably an AEW mark anyway. So, <laughs> what, what is he, How old is he? How old is he? My brother is 34. Let me guess. Let me guess. Mom's basement. Tried proactive. It didn't work. Still not at got all. a pizza face. No, dude. He's <laughs> like not that at all, though. My brother's very like. No, uh, I'm, just, I'm just messing, bro. You would think so that he would right, fit that right, category right, right. like you just talk about it right. but no no he he's not the a regular wrestling fan like you would uh-huh. like think yeah. of he's he lives in chicago he's been married uh for like almost 10 years now and uh him and his wife do really well they live in downtown chicago and like if you can afford to live in downtown chicago you can wait when you said him and his wife did really well we're were you talking about money? Because I was thinking you were talking about something else. Uh, I thought you said they were like fucking all the time. I didn't know. What they might meant. be, I but I, no, meant. no, no, no. Fi- <laughs> cut that. Cut I think that, they're cut doing that. well financially. Okay. Oh, that's um, what you meant. Obviously. Sorry, I'm a little horny, dude. It has nothing to do with being in this room alone with you. That's not at all what's going on. It's it's the studio setup. I think they just got yeah. you, got you just got you going. Um, but no, he uh does. Yeah, he takes good care of himself he's healthy and uh yeah he's just and he's he's a pretty polished guy yeah. like you wouldn't expect him yeah. to be like to be like to just love wrestling but he does <laughs> it's See, awesome like, there's a lot of comedians i don't know if you like realize this yet but like there's a lot of comedians that like wrestling that love wrestling oh yeah like stevie mo stevie mo chris star loves yeah. me jeff uh jeff uh close and um, even Austin, to a degree, like he's not really into it, but he does like it. Yeah. A bit. But um, but like you expect all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a mark. Uh, you would expect all of us to like wrestling. You know, we kind of look like people who would like. Yeah, wrestling, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially Stevie Mo. Especially Stevie Mo. Does he have a mullet? Right. I don't know what he he's got going, going on. on with his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a mullet. It just looks like it would be better if it was a mullet, and that that's uh, that says a lot about him right there. <laughs> The first podcast I was ever on was with Stevie Mo. Oh, yeah? About 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Like, he was... What were you doing 10 years ago? A lot of weird things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was working at Jimmy John's. uh, That's the name of my dick. (laughs) I I do not have a name for mine. You never named your dick? No. I let the the user name it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But... uh, Antoine. <laughs> Antoine. <laughs> um, but I no. You have to use name it. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so funny. I'm gonna use that later. I think. Um, I'll let the username. <laughs> <laughs> let, 
Point, point being. So right now, uh, no one's naming it. <laughs> it's nameless. It's, it's like, that's why it doesn't have a name. <laughs> yeah, that's why it doesn't have a name. <laughs> it's been without a name for a while. Um, yeah, if I let the username, it'd probably be like King Kong or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's what, what was something that sounded user-friendly. Sounded user-friendly. Because it's big and long and it feels good in your mouth, you know? I don't know. I need to work. That has nothing to do with King Kong. <laughs> no, I was I was talking about Jimmy John's. I was talking about Jimmy John's. I'm, I'm all over the place. But man. no, I was working at Jimmy John's. This is how I got on this podcast. It was, uh, it was, see how see how I brought you back to the subject? Yeah. I'm glad start, you did I that. Should, I, I should start a podcast. Yeah. I'm good at this. Because uh, yeah, when you have thinking about usernames. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Stevie Moe and uh, Devin Weiss, who doesn't do comedy anymore, unfortunately, because that guy's hilarious. Oh, is he actually funny? Oh, yeah, he's great. Why is he hanging out with Stevie Moe? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but no, they've been friends for years. They also love, he, uh, Devin also loves wrestling. I don't know if he watches it anymore or not. But uh, they had me on their podcast where it was just like kind of like a comedy podcast. And they wanted to have me on there to talk about, um, you know, All me. the drugs you were doing. Not, no, not even about, not even about me being, uh, a degenerate but mainly about this is my buddy colin he's a piece of shit yeah they knew i was doing rap music and they and they wanted me they wanted me to talk about that oh that reminds me of something when you're done with this story i want to say something yeah but for sure they were in the podcast game like before everyone had a podcast and it wasn't and i don't it it, if they probably kicked themselves which is why they were allowed to do it yeah they probably are kicking themselves now for not still doing it, but uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like Shane puts like a lot of work in it and it into his podcast. You know, mm-hmm. like he really does. He and does it's not like, yeah, he has an audience. Some like, yeah, he has a national like people from all over listen to it. But at the same time, like all the work and like, what what do you have to show for it? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to effectively say what I'm saying, but like. It, it it's a hard it's a hard game to get into to really like there's a lot out there man there's yeah, so many like how do you make your yours stick out like i like your name like the name of your podcast that's the, a cool name the name i sticks out, sticks out a lot and what's the what's the podcast art look like i can't remember it's a Is i it had different? my i had my friend draw it actually hand drew it and it's a brain is there a brain with a with with headphones on it or am I thinking of a... No, no, headphones. But I'm, it's, I'm, I'm thinking of something it's else. It's like a really colorful brain like that just looked like... You can just tell there's a lot going on in the brain. Like that, She did it like... <laughs> you sound like a stoner, dude. <laughs> yeah, I sound like a stoner. Well, I thought of this name at, when I was a stoner. I thought of the name while... Oh, it's a fucking awesome name. It yeah. tells you immediately what, what it's about, yeah. Yeah, immediately. And um, that makes it stand out a little bit, and I don't think anybody... I mean, there are some mental health podcasts, yeah. and, um, and that's not... Th- that's just like the base um, of, yeah, of what I want to talk like, about. Because you're not like a I don't mental wanna... health. Like you are, but you're not. Yeah. Because you don't have a license. You no. know, you're basically Dr. Phil over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> basically Dr. Phil. <laughs> well, yeah, it's mainly like just to have a good conversation about stuff that, yeah. you know, not, not necessarily. And it, I don't like a lot of, and I don't want it to be like a scripted that's the thing about podcasts they shouldn't be scripted i by any means actually disagree with you you disagree with me i'm not as fun as it is and i'm having a great time right now but like as fun as the conversation style thing is 
I do think there's something to be said about uh, a more prepared, uh, produced uh, podcast. If you're having a conversation with somebody, it shouldn't yeah. be scripted. But I like one guy. This is what I did when I was doing. Okay. I like one guy doing like segments and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a little more prepared, a little more produced. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like that style. Uh, it's and not I'm still de- that common. But and I'm still developing how I want to do things. For this, the, the, for, for the concept of what you want to do with this podcast, conversation is probably the best thing you could do. Yeah, because maybe you, have a way of like steering the conversation if there's things you wanted to talk about, you know? Yeah. Because uh, like this, this guy, like, dude, like, have we even talked about mental health in an hour and twenty minutes? We have a little bit. But, uh, we get, we need, we can bring it back. We talked about the depression thing. I was gonna say something because you mentioned rap music, and I yeah. was gonna say something because I think like a lot of uh, peri- peripheral issues actually do deal with mental health. Um. But, like, you, you put a post on Facebook where you said, uh, basically, if somebody comes up to you and says they like your music, but they never like, or, you know what I'm saying, they never like any of your songs on, on whatever platform or whatever, you, you, you can't take them seriously. And it, it hit me right here when you said <laughs> yeah. that. Because I was like, oh, dude, that's me, man. Because I'm, I'm fake as hell, bro. So, like, when I, saw you were, when I saw you were doing shit, I was like, oh, yeah, bro. So I was like, yeah. good for you, man. But, like. I'm not into that music at all, man. Yeah. You know, I'm just not. But like, it's the hustle I respect. So I wanted to tell you that. Ah, that makes sense. I wanted sense. to tell you yeah, that yeah. it's the hustle I respect. It's yeah. not necessarily the music. I, I, I just can't get into it. I yeah. try to, I really do. I try and I just yeah. can't. So, yeah. but like, uh, I, was, I wanted to say that and also shout out to Bonesy Bad or whatever the fuck your name is. That is, that is right. That's right. I had to change it because it was just Bonesy and there was another Bonesy and it was screwing up. Man, he's really good, isn't he? No. There's a Bones that's really good. Okay. I'm uh, not familiar with Very that. underground. Um, but no, uh, yeah, it was just Bonesy, and then it was screwing up Okay, uh, Spotify. and Bonesy bad. That sounds like a good name for a porn star. Yeah, it could double his <laughs> He's like, you didn't know? There's always backup plans. I, was I thought I'd seen you somewhere before, dude. <laughs> no, I'm a POV guy. You can't see my face ever. <laughs> I'm holding the camera. I'd recognize that bulge anywhere. <laughs> You couldn't pick it out of a lineup. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. But, yeah, bringing it back to the... I want to talk about the homeschooling thing because... Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I don't want to talk about the homeschooling. Okay, where's the well, doll? It was here. <laughs> it was here. So, you know, you don't hear about... At least I don't know. I, I didn't know a lot of people were homeschooled because I went to not homeschool. So, uh... You were a real kid, as, uh, we, as we called them. Uh, <laughs> as we called them. Do you have any siblings? Were they also I have, homeschooled? Um, I have uh, two older brothers and a younger sister. Okay. Were they all homeschooled as well? Yeah. Okay, so everybody was. Um, so that, stru- that the structure of that, was it mostly your mom teaching or your dad teaching or both? Okay, so here's how it worked yeah. for us. We, we had an incredible situation um, for a homeschooler. Uh, because, you know, as a homeschooler, you can use whatever fuck curriculum you want to. Yeah. Um, and we did. And it was a very, like, self-propelled uh, curriculum that we u- mostly used. So um, as far as sitting down and getting taught, didn't happen. But if I needed help with a problem, go to mom, go to dad, whatever. That's how it worked. So, um, but uh, we had a, a really, like, tight-knit and actually pretty big um, homeschool group in our area. Growing up, so oh, okay, so it was like a group of people, with, yeah. And so it was so, almost like its own school. 
For, you know, like way different than a school. Yeah. But, you know, so like, a community, we though. got together, fucking played shit, you know, play games, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what all we did. Had fucking uh, potluck dinners. And, yeah, yeah. You know, talent shows. I don't know. Yeah. All, all kinds of different stuff. Like a lot of different stuff during the So year. that's kind of how you made friends and at first? Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then um then they had like co ops, which was like a class that you could sign up for. Okay. So it could be any any anyone from five to twenty different people in the room. So like a little classroom. Okay. And uh and whatever whatever that co op was for. So I actually got a chance to learn um in somewhat of a classroom setting, you know, obviously way different than public school because I've also went to a few classes in public school, but um, I think it it was, I don't think everybody who homeschools has a situation as good as we did, and so I don't take that for granted, but, you know, I got somewhat of a social life, you know. Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, ask, is like, how did you get a social life, and that makes sense. You know, um... Because that's the thing that I, yeah. when I hear homeschool, I'm like, man, how do they make I, friends? I feel you. And I don't know how people do it if they don't have uh, a really strong community yeah. in the area. I don't know how you would do it. You're going to end up either not having any friends or, like, somehow managing to make friends with public schoolers. And you have to go out of your way to do it. Yeah. It'd be hard. But, well, I mean, growing up, and I don't know how it is. It can't be like this for everybody, but in a small town, growing up, you know, you always have the neighborhood kids. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, we had the neighborhood kids for sure. Yeah. 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 So um, that's know, different so, now. I think growing up, I think it is for sure. I, I just like as I was about to say, I was like, dude, I don't know anymore, man. Growing up in this in this particular day and age, bro, it's got to be hard. The communication skills are just zero through the phone, man. First of all, zero. It's bad. Yeah, dude. I was I didn't have a phone until I was seventeen years old, bro. Really? Yeah. Uh, it just, it just. You That's know. probably good though. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. You probably were pissed, but yeah, I or like a little bit resentful, like hey. Yeah, I didn't but, miss it though, because I never had it. Yeah, you can't know, miss something. You like don't have. I knew what I was missing out on, but like I, I never had it, so I was like, okay, I got, I got other shit to do. You know. So. Did some of your friends have phones? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That probably was like. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. But. That's a good thing, though. For oh, yeah. sure. Actually, well, I, I, I tell people, and you, could, you probably were thinking about maybe getting into this, but like, I tell people, like, I really appreciate the background I come from because it was strict and it was structured. Structured. But like, most people would think of it as a negative, you know? But hey, dude, I, I got a lot of good shit that came from that, you know? And I, 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 don't, I don't take it for granted, you know? Do you still have a good relationship with your parents today? I have a, I have a, well, I don't like talk to him as much as I probably should, but yes, I have a a, well, a good relationship. I feel with the them. same way, and I have a good the relationship. The communication's yeah. not there, but yeah, the uh, the relationship absolutely. I fucking my my dad was um super good role model. Like as everybody has their weaknesses. Um, oh, of course. Passed on the old uh, genetic nerve issues to me so we both uh get on each other's nerves quite a bit <laughs> fucking nice. that results in fireworks but uh you know similar very similar oh yeah okay. oh yeah the same things piss us off okay and and we both compulsively do those things to each other yeah so yeah we get on each other's nerves a lot but it's awesome because like if you can work through that with somebody you know and, yeah and whatever uh 
But yeah. Um, What's your mom like? Is she more the good mom, cop? Uh, no, dude. My mom's like scary, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom's like, first of all, the best hugger in the world. I've heard that from like multiple sources. Oh. And, and I've hugged quite a few people in my life. And <laughs> Done she, a lot of hugs. She's got a good hug. So yeah. I would say I'm a little bit better. It is what it is. But uh, learn from the best. Right up there. Yeah. I learned from the best. Um, She's got. It's got the best fucking personality, man. Like the best personality. You know what I'm saying? Like she'll talk. But how to is she scary, anybody, But like I'm getting there, man. Okay, I'm okay. getting there. Yeah. She's. But like, man, when you get behind closed doors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I tell like people are like, how? Why are you so polite and like you're so kind? Like I, you know, learn respect and everything. Like how? Like no, most people your age aren't like you know that respectful i'm like dude if, if i wasn't <laughs> my mom would would find out in missouri somehow because she's like works for the fbi or something i have no idea <laughs> and she'd find out and she'd come up from missouri she put the fear of god back one and they're like you mean put the fear of god back on you no she put the fear of god back one you know what i'm saying like i'm scared of god like i don't want him to thri- strike me down but when my mom's in the room that means nothing to me you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like when she gets it she gets it but uh She's not normally like that, but she's very strong. She can. Very strong. Presence. She can turn that switch yeah. and be like. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the boss. Yes. Yeah. And. Uh, so, so your dad, so she did more of the disciplining than your dad, or was it kind of a mix? It was definitely mixed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably, you probably can't even talk about, like, how many people do you know our age that got, that got, uh. The uh, the old paddle, shall we say? The old paddle. Uh, it doesn't seem like my like, age for sure. Your age, yeah, but like my age, it doesn't seem like anybody. Nah, parents went soft, man, because yeah, they had to. Because they did have to, but they didn't. Cause... They didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lonza doesn't make a mark. I'm very. I... And sometimes it makes a mark. You just cover it up. You yeah, know I, I feel like I don't know. I'm very mixed on that. Uh, on I, that issue. I'll tell you this, because I came from such a good. Uh, background this physical discipline when done right is done with love is done with fairness and and like explained you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. a lot of physical discipline is reactionary tempers are involved and that's wrong that is because you're gonna hit you're gonna hit too hard you're gonna hit too many times you know what i'm saying but when you take time be like hey okay you just did this sit your ass down right now Here's what you did wrong, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is your punishment. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right. <laughs> Take a second. You know what I'm saying? Take yeah. a second. Yeah. Calm down. Don't, don't react mm-hmm. because that's going to result in abuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And your, your kid's going to know that. There's probably all kinds of psychological shit behind that. That's why people don't like. I think that's probably, you know, because. Yeah, because parents just react. And then yeah. That, yeah, that's. And that does result in. Oh, yeah. There's definitely physical abuse going on. You know, yeah, that's, and that's horrible. But like, if you take this time, was disciplinary, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you take time, you know, I I don't know how your parents did it, but like, my my parents were like very fair about it. You know, my parents didn't really have to. Uh, I was always super sensitive growing up. So physically like, disciplined me because my dad was so scary when he got <laughs> mad. It didn't. That was it. That was all it took. That's a completely different side of it, though, because there's, in my opinion, just as much wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? My, yeah. My dad could be scary too, you know. Like he, 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 he would, uh, he'd, he'd blow up a few times. Yeah. Uh, and and um, and it was never anything like he could control or like it's nothing bad on him. It's just like, 
Oh yeah, I well, did some like, stupid shit. Man. Yeah, absolutely. But I think there's there's danger to veering off on that side into emotional abuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just as you know, not just. Well, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. I can't yeah, tell you what's worse, but uh, it's tough, man. It's I, easy to fuck your kids up, apparently, because there's a lot of fucked up people. That's what I'm scared about. That's the. I, I mean, I, I'm not a parent, but that's. I want to be a parent eventually, and I, that's the thing I'm scared of. Is yeah. Man. It's a lot of responsibility. Well, yeah, that all scared me away, and I was like, I was like, I'm never gonna have kids, you know, because like I was I'm, in that boat. For I a know, while. I know the the battles I go through, mm-hmm. and uh, the mental battles I go through, and I don't want to create another human being that's gonna go through that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna have kids, but dude, I'll tell you my epiphany. Um, this is probably something changed your mind. Yeah, something changed my mind. Uh, I was at a bar, a uh, comedy show. It was right around Thanksgiving time. Okay. Pretty soon after I started getting back in. And uh, there was this old guy from Texas. This is probably 60s. Big old fat Mexican guy. And he just, it was pathetic how much he was like begging everybody in that bar for attention. You know what I'm saying? Like he was walking up. He was telling jokes. Did he go up? No, he didn't go up. That's the problem. He told, me, <laughs> he told me he was a comedian. What? But he's in Quad Cities, not going on stage. It was really sad, dude. It was like, like okay. pathetic, man. And I sat there and I'm like, this guy doesn't have anybody in his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he has to find his, like, I enjoy going to the bar, getting my, getting my fix, you know what I'm saying, of, of social interaction yeah. and all that. I enjoy it at this age. I'm putting my mouth in all the wrong places. That's what she said. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, No, I enjoy it, you know? But, like, I don't want to be doing that when I'm 60, bro. No. I want to have a family, man. So that moment was, like, a super, like... I don't want to be the sad guy at the bar. I was was sitting out when I got home. I was, like, sitting in my truck, you know, listening to classic rock or something, smoking. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. And so there's that aspect where it's like, yeah, I definitely want to have kids. But then there's the other aspects. It's just like, dude, I don't want, I don't want to deal with that, man. You know? Yeah. I don't want to fucking deal with it, bro. Well, you're just not ready for it right stuff. now. Oh, I'm definitely not ready for it now. But like, I'm just saying, like in general, like you know, like who? It's a lot of money. That's I don't think you're time. ever fully ready. That's probably the truest thing you could say right there. I mean, well, it's like for anything. I, I don't like wanna, with comedy that. Yeah. That's all I. I don't want to push back comedy for so long because oh, yeah. I thought I wasn't ready. Right. Yeah. Well, there was a famous uh, financial pundit. I don't want to drive anybody away, so I won't say his name, but it rhymes with uh, Stave Damsey. <laughs> and um, and he, he, one of his most famous pieces of advice is, if you wait to have a kid till you can afford it, that's the financial side alone. He's like, if you wait to have a kid till you can afford it, you'll never have a kid. Because you can never really, truly afford it. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be draining your finances the rest of your life, man. Yep. Sorry. That's just how it's going to be. So, I mean, there's certain people that are in a financial situation that is so bad that probably really, not a good idea. They really can't afford a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But you're never going to really truly be able to say, I can afford this. This, yeah. this being, I can put a human on earth. Yeah. I know my, and support him for my brother years. and sister in law, they put it off, not necessarily for, I don't, Think for financial reasons, mainly because of for freedom reasons, uh, oh, so yeah, they could yeah. travel and do I whatever hear you, they want. Man. I hear you, but also look and, at the other side of that. Because like, 
when you're 50 and you're still putting well, now 50 they're ready, high school. But, but now they're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's the other side of it, too. Do you want to be able to travel when you're old? You know? Like, that's an 18-year commitment, man. Yeah. I think they realized that. They wanted to do it when they were younger. And okay. uh, my, my dad, not my dad, my brother is, uh, yeah, he, he, they just decided that they're, that they're ready. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully I get to yeah. be an uncle soon. That'd be dope. Awesome, dude. I have uh, two, two uh, I have a ne- nephew and a niece. Yeah, but that's fun, man. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking love. When, 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 when my niece told, told me uh, she loved me. Oh, yeah. Ah, dude. Yeah, dude, there's nothing like that, oh, dude. That, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't have any, like I said, I don't have any nieces or nephews, but I have friends who have kids, and like, uh, like my friend Katie, uh, her, uh, her daughter Lucy, like, no one gets as excited to see me as, as this kid. Isn't that like, it's like I'm, so, feels so good. Like, man. even some of my oldest friends, like, don't yeah. get this excited to see me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jumping up and down. Yeah. There's nothing like, there's yeah. nothing like that. Absolutely not. And that's another thing that changed my mind about, uh, having kids for the while, for the longest time. The problem is, it's never your kids that feel, <laughs> feel like yeah. that about you. Well, yeah. That's the thing is, like, I know <laughs> eventually, <laughs> Uh, that that kid's probably not gonna k- give a damn. That kid's gonna resent you. I can tell you that much. Probably be, like, be the best parent th- in the world. Yeah, that's the way it goes. There's a stage like there was a stage like that. Yeah, for me, where I oh, I didn't dude. necessarily hate my parents. I was just like, uh. Yeah, I resented the fuck out of them, man. Yeah, I, there was some resentment there, but now it's just like oh, I get I it. Nothing but respect for them. Now. Yeah, you know. it takes a while. Oh, yeah. It takes a lot of maturing and all that. And, and realizing that they were just, like, they, we, we, I put my parents on such a high pedestal. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I got to remember that. They were just doing what, I mean, we're all out here just doing our best. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> like, were two randos that got thrown together. Arranged and, and made kids. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, just like, yeah. just think about how weird that is. That all of a sudden these two random people have a baby, and and now they have to raise it. And like, there's not really a manual precedent for that. Like, there are manuals and there are books and shit, but like, y- you got to figure it out on your feet at the end of the day. Like, you can't ever prepare enough to have a kid and and know everything that's going. You know, and then each just, one of your kids is going to be a different curveball. Going to be different. Like, how many siblings do you have? I have two. I have an older brother and a younger sister. I'm a middle child. So. Awesome. Awesome. I'm. Uh, I, I guess I would qualify as a middle child because there's uh, four of you. Yeah. yeah. Me and my um, next older brother. Always. How hated, much older? Hated, uh, like three years older. Okay. We're both technically middle children. Um, however that works out. But me and my older brother were, have always been pretty cool for the most part. Me and my younger sister, ooh. Well, see, me and my younger sister are basically we grew up as twins, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we didn't, but like we kind of did. Like uh, pretty close in age. Yeah, we're uh, 13 months apart or something. Oh shit! shit. Yeah, so that's some Irish twins. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if like one was growing while the other was coming out or what, but like, yeah, <laughs> it was just like fact. <laughs> These things are popping out faster. Uh, anyway, so um, we were always really close. Um, um, me and my sister are super close now, uh, yeah. but we bumped heads a lot. Me and my oldest brother were always like 
you know, like he always kind of, you know, he was like super like uh, condescending and, you know, like made sure I knew my, my place in life. And yeah. So I grew to like envision him as some kind of like super smart guy that like, he's not like, he's a dork. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I always thought he was like super cool and shit. And he was he's fucking dweeb, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. You put him on a pedestal as yeah, well. I yeah. did. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, but me and Dalton, that's my next older brother. Like he's a fucking loser, first of all. Like he's been he's been engaged three times. He's been engaged three times, okay? But here's the worst part to two different women. <laughs> so there's like one woman that he like got engaged to and decided to break it off, that's a pretty serious engagement to just like and he break broke it, it off. off. Yeah. Yeah. And then later goes, Hey, you remember that um <clears throat> promise that I broke? Like majorly broke. Uh, let's do that again. Absolutely. So like, yeah, he's a fucking loser. But and anyway, then he broke it off again. Yeah. I don't remember if he broke it off. I think he did, yeah. Broke it off again. Do you talk to him very often? I talk to him all the time. Uh I actually really uh, enjoy talking to him but he's like so different like he's real he's all he's like the melancholic type you know kind of eeyore or whatever okay negative yeah and he's really doing good and so like he's doing better mentally than i've ever seen him do and that's he's good. like actually happy some of the time which is super weird <laughs> it's like <I> super <laughs> weird but we shared a bed growing up uh sounds weird but it was a big bed There's yeah i mean up. i get it yeah. but like i discovered um i discovered some things on that bed that was um you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's how much a, older than you? A rift in our relationship. Uh, he's three years older than me. I think three years. Okay, so this is your next oldest brother. My next older brother, yeah. And your oldest brother is how old? I think. Um, wait. Um, I guess he'd be 25 or turning 25 or some shit. Okay, and do you talk to him very often? I might have the ages wrong, but yeah, I, I actually, I try to make it, a, well, for a while, everybody was, was accusing me of like ghosting my family. Like they were all accusing me of ghosting them. Mm. And now like, I'm now you're getting ghosted. I'm like calling them like pretty often and not always getting them. And it's like, I'm the problem. Like, how am I the problem? Yeah. I mean, I get my mom. I don't talk to her on purpose, but like other than that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. moms are super nosy, but fucking love her anyway but like uh you know i feel like there was a lot of uh of they just enjoy putting guilt on me because they know i'm susceptible to it because i i do a lot of uh bad things questionable so. things yeah but yeah i get it man a lot of yeah the guilt Ooh, i grew up catholic so i know all about the guilt religious man. religion is um i think i think there's an innate um thing in human um nature that wants to be absolved of guilt right um which is why we seek for it in religion and but the problem is when uh, a religious uh system realizes that people are coming to them because of their guilt then they realize they can leverage guilt and then they just start piling it on you know and it becomes a weapon of control you yeah. know it becomes a means of power and that's that's messed up, but that's what happens when you get uh, human, uh, uh, the human degradation or whatever the word I'm looking for is. You People start, love controlling things, man. Start messing with the uh, spiritual world, which we nobody truly understands, you know. But you just start putting your human, start tainting it, 
almost said you start putting your human taint on it. That's a whole nother. I do like Zach Vaughn's joke about the taint piercing, though. That's one of that's one <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it, it's, it's constantly being uh, has a surprising um, c- combination of liquids. <laughs> He's like, I just don't know. How, I just know how gross my ear piercings get when I don't take them out for a couple of days. The funniest I've ever seen Zach Vaughn. And I told him to give me the, uh, send me the video, and he never did. So fuck him. Twice. <laughs> but uh, Renwick Mansion, uh, Friday, no Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, four twenty. Um, yeah, hell yeah, I forgot. Uh, well, because it was four twenty. Were you there? No, I was not, dude. I uh I had to work late and he gets, actually I didn't end up working I was sick for a couple of days this week it sucked but oh, I'm yeah. sorry dude no COVID though he get, awesome yeah so he gets up and he's like uh, basically the premise of his whole set was like I work for the government and it's 4:20 so he's like I have a prepared statement here and he's got these big old flashcards and he's like marijuana cannabis <laughs> the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Mary Jane, like, goes through this whole list, and he's, like, talking about how, and then he's just, like, flips the card to the back, and it's just, like, the simple act of, like, flipping the card was funny. I don't know. It was yeah. just, like, everything about it, and then, he like, Dude, starts, he's very... He, he starts talking about how, how bad weed is, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, I've hung out with many of my friends while they were partaking of this substance. And they started freestyle rapping <laughs> or something like that. It was yeah. like basically the concept is like the most evil thing about weed is that it makes you freestyle rap, <laughs> which is a pretty, pretty fair point. Yeah, that's but, funny. Yeah. But then, uh, then he, he moves on. He's like, so he was like telling the story about how I, the whole time reading it off these flashcards and flipping it, it to the back. And he's like, he's like, um, I was supposed to go to my girlfriend's house uh, in high school and I smoked weed before. And as I talked to her after I got to her house, any romantic flame that had been kindled was immediately extinguished as I sat down and explained to her the plot of the Matrix movies for nine hours. (laughs) Yeah. She told me later that her pussy had never been drier. (laughs) He said, he just had big old cards. Yeah. Like Like a, like a, yeah. Like a, like dude, like, Literally, like the big checks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it was like way too big of cards. <laughs> yeah, which is great, and uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, he and he probably, knowing him, he probably did that set in front of the mirror a million times. Oh, probably, yeah. Yep. He is such a comedy nerd. Yeah, me, I, um, I don't practice enough. I practice. I pr- I try to practice a lot, but I try to stay loose. Um. Because I want to be able to improvise and riff and yeah. change up my timing and work off the crowd. Yeah. And I can exactly. tell, like, Zach Vaughn is, like, very, like, you know what I'm saying, word for word. Mm-hmm. Not that he can't improvise or riff at all. But, like, yeah. I'm saying, like, he, he is very word for word. It I works was, for him. Man. Well, that's, it works for him. Yeah, I was like, like that, that when I first got started. Didn't work for me because... Mm-hmm. If you're trying to soldier through everything, no matter what's going on in the crowd, you're going to come off wrong. It's not, it's going to be stilted. But if you could stay loose and be able to work off, oh, this guy said this, whatever. Even if it's like a super lazy, like punchline to throw back at somebody, it's still like. Yeah, I've been getting, it's more, that's the, 
I mean, that was like the biggest piece of advice I got, which was the most simple piece of advice was go to as many open mics as you can. And that's what I've been doing. And I've, my stage presence, be said for that. my yeah. stage presence has been so much better and I'm just so much more comfortable on stage. Like awesome, dude. instead of going up there, like, fuck, like, yeah. I'm just scared right away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, trying to think of what else. Um, do you have any words of wisdom, uh, for, for anyone that is in that, you know, in that cave right now? Oh yeah. Um, and like the depression cave. You know, uh, putting you on the spot. I do. No, I do. Um, and I don't know if this is going to sound super condescending and whatever, but, um, I wrote a song. I actually have a story. Uh, so like I wrote a song last summer or something, um, called half written songs. And uh, that was the name of it. Well, it's actually more of a poem. I have a lot of those. Yeah, me and my buddy wrote it. Well, that's what it's about. So, like, like, there's three of us. We had a band called Squid October. And I was texting one of them, and he he, uh, told me he had a a notebook full of, uh, yeah, basically, he had a big book full of uh, half written songs. And I was, I I texted back, I was like, my life is a book of half written songs, right? You know, Mm -hmm. being stupid. Yeah. And then, like, that, 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 phrase just kept festering yeah just kept festering in the back of my head like half written songs half what does that mean so like the first verse or first stanza whatever because i never really did put a tune to it but the first verse i wrote said uh, my life is a book of half written songs on iron khaki pants and unrighted wrongs i'd iron all the creases out but i know it'd take too long so i sit here all alone singing half written songs it's good and um and me and my buddy kind of like traded a verse back and forth. It was it was actually really by the time it was done, it was like super cool. But I don't remember it all, and I don't have it written down. But uh, he probably has it somewhere. Classic. But, yeah. Uh, well, I go through phones like like I go through um, boxes of cereal. Yeah, boxes of cereal. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I was looking for <laughs> my rip games off. I stole that joke but, from. Uh... Oh, was that? Um, I got serious for yeah, a second. And you I messed saw- up my riff game, bro. My bad. Yeah. No, so I go through phones a lot, so I don't have it. But um, so like the concept I was trying to bring out there is something that I found true when I went through like my deepest depression, my most like like spiritual journey I've ever gone on. But mm-hmm. like at the same time, it sucked <laughs> most of the time. Oh yeah. But I came out on it so much better, and I'll tell you what it was for me was taking those half written songs. You know what I'm saying? Those unironed khaki pants. I don't know if you caught the, like, what I was trying to say there, but, like, the things that you have in your life that you haven't gotten closure with. Yeah. The relationships that something happened. You know what I'm saying? The rifts. If you could just take a minute and try to find some closure on one thing. You know what I'm saying? I know it's hard to find the energy, bro. Yeah. Depression is a bitch, dude. Yeah. But if you can try... To get it together, find closure on something. Try to try to try to settle something in your in your life that you're able to. I know not everything that like is unfinished in our life we can even touch. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of things. Like there's a lot of people that are dead now. You know, there's a lot of people we can't talk to anymore. Yeah. But if you could try to find time, even if it's like your project for the month, you know what I'm saying? Like try to find closure on something. You know, and like slowly, it always takes time. Close but that like, chapter try to get some closure on something and then keep like you know what i'm saying 
just takes some time to iron the creases out because the later it takes to start doing that, like the longer it's going to take to be able to heal, I think. And I, so, I, I do think like the less avoidance. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, the more you avoid something, the yeah. worse it's going to get. I don't know how uh, how profound that is, and maybe it's totally ignorant. And uh, no, it makes sense. And, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I like. I think you should definitely work on that song now. And I, I love. That I fucking love that song. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to get back in touch with him. Well, I, I've been talking to him recently. We kind of had a rift in our relationship. I'm not sure what happened, but I think we're back on on speaking terms. So you ironed out the wrinkles there. Ironed out the wrinkles nice. there, dude. The problem is, dude. I fucking. I built like 90% of the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Because I loved this guy, and I have no idea what happened between the two of us. And I was trying to sit down with him, and he's like, like, what happened, man? And it really seemed like he either wasn't willing or wasn't able to build his part. And now that I look back on it, I'm like, you know, like, who am I to judge him for not being at a point in his life where he could, like, you know what I'm saying? So now, whatever he had to do to sort his thing out. The same age as you, or? Same exact age as me, yeah. Did you meet him in? Uh, we met at college. Okay. But yeah, uh, Messiah is his name. He's from Dallas. Anyway. Messiah, definitely probably a religious background there. <laughs> Not, no. Not at all? No. Well, uh, later on in his life, he got into church. Okay. But, um, like later on in his you know, high school years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think his parents went to church, but not religious. No. They just named him that because of it's kind of cool. Sounded cool. I guess it's a cool name. Man. It really is. Like if you don't think of it in that in religious the biblical sense, term, <laughs> even though that's what it means and yeah. the only thing it means. But like at the same time, if you don't think of it as it's badass, it really is a cool name. Yeah. So, the advice for today for this episode is to iron out those wrinkles. Iron out the, those wrinkles. That'll yeah. be the the premise of this podcast. Oh yeah, brother. But uh, I appreciate having you on. Uh, dude, I'm glad I could you do this for another it. five hours, man. Yeah, dude, that's fucking, the thing is the really, time goes so... I'm way too conscious of this time. I've been looking at this clock the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I just can't no, you're good. get I my gotta, eyes off of it, but yeah. Yeah, I've been looking at it too. Um, And I don't know if uh, Caleb says he had a session maybe at two, so got to figure that out. All but right, we get out of here then. Yeah, either way. And then you got to check on the chickens, don't you? I do have to check on the chicks. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got like four ugly chicks in my basement, <laughs> caged up down there. The whole thing. You're probably not the only comedian that'll that can say that. There's a... mm, no one, Austin. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Modern Day Overthinker podcast with Andy McGraw. If you like the episode, make sure you share it with your friends. Leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in, and take care of yourself.